the hideout. Hideout. BSP. Buddies, welcome to the Hideout PSP, the post-show podcast brought to you exclusively by Revsner.com. Mm. Mikey Boy, Just John from RonFez.net have put this up for what are going to be, what they consider high-quality podcasts. They were going to do it for the next casts that we had obviously done before and invited us on right at about the time we found out we were going to be back on WJFK, the show at the time of this recording. We just finished. Yes. Uh, and, you know, I was like, hey, it would be great because we had such an incredible amount of uh, response to the uh, to the next casts. Let's do a hideout PSP. Let's do a hideout post-show podcast. Just something kind of recapping the show. Uh, Our feelings. Maybe some stuff we didn't get to, some stuff that we couldn't get to because of the content. And, yeah, I'll kind of just have fun that way. I'll be honest, this one's probably going to be short. Yeah, we're just going to kind of breeze through this one as kind of a little test run. Uh, and then uh, as we settle into a more consistent time, when we really hit the uh, the uh, the 6 to 9 on WJFK on Saturday nights, and we'll, we'll give it more time and even more preparation. <coughs> What'd you think, dude? It was fun. I think we... Uh, Being back on JFK. Yeah, it, it was odd. It was odd just doing the hideout, because the hideout compared to Next is a little bit more slow-moving, a little bit more, you know, we take more time with stuff, and after doing a show that, like Next, where we do 10 stories and we try to fit it into an hour, an hour and a half time, it really, take a step back, slow down a little bit, and it feels like, oh man, we should be doing something else right now, we should be moving a little bit faster, we should be you know, going to the next thing already. Yeah. And uh, so that took a, a few minutes for me to get used to, but other than that, I think it went well. It was fun. I think it was solid. I had the exact same thing. You always have to do that reintroduction of yourself whenever mm-hmm. you come into a new market. Uh, usually, you don't do it for as long as we did, but since we had some history in the market, we figured we'd do it. Plus, for some of the listeners who maybe were familiar, just kind of kind of get them caught up. And that way, from now on, if anyone ever wants to know, hey, what's the story? What have you guys been up to? We can tell them, hey, go download the podcast of our first show. First segment covers all that. Yep. You know what I mean? That's part of the reason why we also did that as well. Uh, I, I really kind of liked being back in the hideout. I know I've been quoted as saying, burn this motherfucker down. <laughs> you know what I mean? But I did genuinely enjoy settling back into the groove. One of the things that I wish we had done was the hideout headlines or a version of which was essentially next next yeah. exactly or the fastest hour you know the Ron and Fez I mean the, obviously some of that formula is there yeah it's all just kind of the same the, the, it's the same beast you know it, it does the same thing and uh, you know but it, it, it's a lot different than a normal show that we do and I think it's good for some of these people just starting to listen. It gives them something to latch on to. They know these stories. They've heard them before. And it gives them a little more info on it and some jokes they may, have not, heard, may not have heard Our during take. the week. Yeah, exactly. So it, it's a good way to get to know us without having to sit through the trying period of just listening to us go on and on and on about personal stuff. Yeah, exactly. And so that's probably what we're going to do. We're probably going to do the hideout headlines from 6 to... Six to seven, maybe seven twenty at times, depending yeah. on what's going on. And then open up the playbook and kind of do what the last hour was, where it's you know just general conversation stuff. Mm. 
I'm really excited about the fact about having Sideshow and Cicada there. That means a lot. You know what the best familiar, part? Familiar voices, guys who already know the show, especially in Sid, who can run with the bit and bring an added element of the actual hideout. Because if it was just you and I, it would feel more like next. But with that added you know, voice and dimension, it felt good. And another cool thing is just talking to the listeners. Yes. In real time, instead of I have people bringing up something I said five days ago because they're listening to the podcast for the first time uh, Thursday or Friday. So I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And nothing really more to say about it at that point. I can't really put it in with the rest of the show because the show's already done. Right. No, absolutely. It really it, it felt good. It was good talking to Cakes from the Junkies. Mm-hmm. Um, just just all of that kind of stuff. It, it, it was good being on a regular station. It felt like home even though we were doing it from Tampa. Mm-hmm. I'm wondering how it sounds doing it from Tampa. Does it does it feel like we're not there? Cuz the one thing either to our detriment or, you know, to our, you know, showing our ability is the fact that it's not a local show. Mm-hmm. I think that hurt us in Orlando that we weren't local enough, you know what I mean? But in, in D.C., it never felt like it matters that you have to be local because I don't really think you have to, especially with, at the time, Don and Mike said, you know, they're a national show. Yeah. Uh, Howard at the time was a national So D.C. listeners are more accustomed to having, there's a national perspective as opposed to, hey, I'm going to talk about what's going on in Northern Virginia. Yeah, I'm going to talk about what's going on over in Kissimmee. Yeah. You know, it, it, I don't see why. I never cared when I lived in Michigan, growing up in Michigan. I didn't care if I was hearing about something that happened in Livonia or something that happened over in Grass Lake, Iowa. I didn't care I as long as it was funny. entertaining. Exactly. I'm- and I don't understand people who who have to say, well, this ain't going on over in my backyard. Why do I care about it? You care about it because it's entertaining. You care about it because it's information. You care about it because it's something different. Right. No, absolutely do. So anyway, this is my thoughts. I don't on care the- about it because it's going on on I-4. Fuck you, I-4. <sighs> Sorry. Do you think that hurt us, though, be, uh, with Orlando? The fact- Probably. We just didn't understand. We From where we came from before, it was a completely different market. I mean, of course, it's a different market, but completely different in Mentality. mindset. Everything was different about Orlando and D.C. Uh, no doubt about it. Uh, it is the Hideout PSP. Uh, hideoutradio.com. One of the things we want to invite people to do, and we didn't really give out all the websites. Let's remember to do that yeah. next time. Hideoutheretics.net, Full Blown AIDS, Yardstick th- of Death. I think everybody really realizes that, hey, it was our first show. They aren't going to remember everything. And remember to bring up Full Blown AIDS, who put a nice front page up for us, and we thank them for that. And so we'll definitely get the shout-outs uh, to them uh, next go-round. What was I going to say? I was actually going somewhere with that, and I can't fucking remember where I was going to go. This is part of the post show because mm-hmm. Dubs and I. This is literally the conversation Dubs would I and would have if we we're driving home. Yeah, so well, you might hear a little dead air. Deal with it. Yeah, whenever, let's think. Whenever we were driving home, uh, I, I don't know. It just felt good, man. Oh, I know what I was going to say. Mm-hmm. Whenever we get, eventually the podcasts of the JFK show are going to be on wjfk.com. Yeah. And I know there's a whole thing about sharing, and I'll never mind. If you want to listen, always listen. If you could, though, download them from JFK's site just because it'll make us look good. Yeah, yeah. Download as much as you can from that site. And, uh, you know, because if they see us getting, you know, a lot of hits, 
if they see and you know listen online too get that number up there just do what you can do help us get on five days a week somewhere i mean we'll use these stats that we can build up at jfk to either work at jfk which we would love to again we'd love to work there no at doubt. a full-time capacity or we'll use it to get somewhere else yeah and uh, even the occasional mention on a DCRTV.com, we don't mm-hmm. flood them, but if you no. genuinely like the show and be like, hey, it's great to be back in D.C., let them know because suits read that stuff, you yeah. know, like we mentioned in the show. Oh, I know for sure a lot of them do. So, yeah, and, and not only just suits from D.C., that DCRTV, it's crazy. People from all over the nation go to that place because it's kind of the temperature gauge of what's going on in D.C. You know, I don't know that we could have DCRTV.com, Dave, on JFK. I'll, have, I'll honestly have to ask because I wouldn't mind having him on. Mm-hmm. But we could have him on the Hideout PSP. No doubt. Why couldn't we? And we could be uncensored. Or we could do whatever the fuck we wanted with him. That's not a bad idea. Not a bad idea at all. Yeah, definitely not that I'm thinking about that. Uh, man, we had to cut a lot of stuff, too. Mm-hmm. There's so much shit that we prepped, and that's always the problem. Yeah. There's, all, there's so much stuff that you end up prepping for a show that you just never fucking get to. And it drives you insane. Um, what was, do you want to go over something? Yeah. I'll be honest with you. I'm kind of tired. Me I'm too. Not, I'm not going to lie to you. So let's, let's just run over a couple of them, and then we'll head on out of here. Um, one of the things we had to cut was the... Uh, I love doing the microwave baby story again. Mm. Oh, Just these the polls by the numbers. Ah, uh, yeah. There were so yeah. many polls uh, out this week. First of all, Colbert getting 13% as an independent right now. <laughs> What does that fucking say about this country? Either they're very smart and they like to run a bit, or they're very stupid and really just don't care. I can't. I can just never give us enough credit. Maybe I'm like those suits. You know what I mean? Maybe I'm like the suits that say, "You fucking guys, <laughs> yawning. You fucking guys are um are stupid. You don't fucking deserve mm. to uh, you know, to have uh." To have anything good, you know what I mean, as far as broadcast television goes, like we mentioned earlier. Mm-hmm. Uh, I love that Colbert's doing this. Colbert is fucking great at getting a gimmick out there with the wrist bracelets or anything else. Yeah, I mean, I don't understand it either. Like, I watch it, I laugh and everything, and but I don't understand what he's doing that's different than other people, but it works. He's, You know what it is, and I'm not going to lie, if I had to have a gay relationship, it'd be with Stephen Colbert. And I'm and that's I'm just being honest. Um, I'd fuck Stephen Colbert. Would you let him fuck you? No, because he seems like a bottom. So the bottom has to get off too. No, but th- I'd feel gayer if I was getting fucked by a bottom. You know what I mean? Like there's something <laughs> extra gay to you. Yeah, like there's something, there, there's something so- about being gay uh, about you know getting fucked by Vin Diesel. But you yes. know, that that's kind of gay. But getting stuck, uh, uh, fucked by Stephen Colbert, that's really gay. You know, if Alan Cummings is fucking me, then yes, that is super mo. I'm not going to lie to you. <laughs> All right? Uh, what is this? 34% of people say they believe in ghosts, hmm. according to the Associated Press. Same uh, portion who believe in UFOs, uh, exceeding the 19% who accept the existence of spells or witchcraft. 48% believe in ESP. Do we have a ghost in our house where we live? We did. I it's I've fucking back, it. dude. Is it really? Yeah, it's back. I've seen something out of the corner of my eye occasionally, definitely. Um do uh let's see what else. Eight and ten Americans say they have no doubt God exists. No doubt. There's not 
Yeah, that that's d- tough for me because I think there is something more to this world. But I can't say without a I doubt too, that there is a God in Jesus. <laughs> I'm telling you. Have you fucking had a Cinnabon? Right now I'm kind of in my – I've laid off my diet a little bit. i got to find a Cinnabon somewhere <clears throat> until I get back on the fucking bandwagon. I need to get something to drink. I'm fucking parched. Yeah, I'm parched. Do you want me to go run and get a water? You, you can hold the You can hold okay. the fort down. All right, go ahead, please. You just continue Another thing that happened uh, that we didn't get to, a man was found with a doll in a restroom. He was arrested after the government allegedly, uh, an agent allegedly found him in an office building, lying with an inflatable, anatomically correct doll with his pants down. So this guy, he was found in the restroom with a blow-up doll, naked. As a guy, I can understand going to a restroom, jacking off. I've done that before. What I don't understand is bringing a prop with you. I don't understand having a blow-up doll in a restroom with you because no matter what, there's no getting away with it. If anybody walks in there, they're going to see those inflatable stubby legs dragging across the ground. Dude, fuck that because I've jerked off in a porta potty. I'd have felt more like a human being if I had a blow-up doll in there with me. Really? Yes. Here's what I would do. I would I, I would take it in there, deflate it in my pocket, go in there, blow it up, fuck the shit out of it, <laughs> and then deflate it and put it back in my pocket. Come riddled and all. See, I've, I would feel like I even got away with something. I'd feel productive. How many times have you jacked off into a toilet bowl? A few. Yeah, I, I tend to uh, jack off in bathrooms quite a bit. Mostly when I was in a relationship or living <laughs> with my parents. I would end up going to the bathroom jacking off because I could just say I'm pooping. And I would uh, shoot a load right down the, the toilet. So I don't find it too odd going into a restroom and jerking off. I do find it odd when you when it's that calculated, when you're taking a blow-up down there. Because whenever I did it, it was just out of necessity. I have something that I need to get out of me. Or I saw something that really made me need to jerk off. Yeah. I man, Fuck, I understand. Um, do you? I think I do. I mean, <laughs> I mean, part there is something about going into a bathroom. I think Larry Craig had it right. I think he fucking said, hey, look. There's there's something wrong about doing it in a bathroom, whether mm. you're blowing a guy or banging a blow-up doll. There's something wrong. And isn't sex, too, at least for us, there's something about sex that the whole like thing about it being wrong or dirty or unacceptable, that's the fun part of it. That's what makes it worth it. That's why you do it almost because, like, have you ever th- like whenever you're banging your chick or anything, you've never thought to yourself, Okay, let me pretend like this shouldn't be happening. And then it gets you off quicker. Sounds like you want to bang a dude. No, no, no. Like, it's a situation where, like, you know, you're you're thinking, all right, the girl I'm with now, I shouldn't be. Like, I'm cheating on my girlfriend. You know oh, okay, what I mean? I like, you're like a scenario like that. I've never actually thought of something like that. I, no, I, I don't think I... Maybe that would help me get off quicker. Sometimes I get bored. Maybe I should start working my mind like that. So in your head, or like sometimes I'll think, or and like I never want to tell my girlfriend, call me a dirty spick, but I'm thinking in my Why head, you? I'm thinking in my head, like she's saying, fuck me, you dirty spick. Why don't you ask her to do that then, if you're already thinking it? Because she has problems verbalizing, like with words. <laughs> yeah, I could see her kind of monotoning it, Yeah, and it wouldn't be like, you know, like forceful. There wouldn't be any feeling behind it, even though she is an actress. Yeah, you know, she is, but, you know. 
she, that's just not her thing. That you whole, think she would laugh at you? Yeah, yeah. And then I go limp and fuck, you know. And then what? At that point, you know, it's it's they're not even worth it. Uh, there. You want to get out of here? Hey, speaking of sex, I got a couple of things I want to hit on real fast, and this is one. Okay. Um, just really, really briefly, uh, Heidi Klum was on Oprah, mm-hmm. and she was talking about. I guess she's married to Seal. And she was talking about what first caught her eye about Seal. I got to download it. It's just what th- caught her eye would probably be his. Yeah, that big blotch. All right, do you, do you have my audio up? Yeah. All right, here we go. I met him in a hotel lobby in New York City, and he came in just from the gym, and I was sitting there, and I was like, "Wow!" And I pretty much saw everything—the whole package, <laughs> literally. The package. First of all, that's completely well, not true. No, because he had bicycle shorts on, tight. Shorts, I just came back from a bicycle workout. Bicycle shorts, and I was like, wow. So I went from... Oh, yeah, they show you everything. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, wow, you know, he's a very handsome man. And I was like physically straight away attracted to him. And then we got talking, and I was like, wow, he's such a warm and charming man. I also saw that uh, he would really piss off my dad. when I, <laughs> yeah, I saw that my dad would yell and say he's not eating turkey with us. <laughs> not in my house. I thought I raised you better. Pull you across this, uh, to the side. I thought I raised you better. Basically, she fell in love with his cock. Mm-hmm. That's what she's saying. Has that, that'll never happen to me. No girl <laughs> will ever see me in bicycle shorts and say, oh, my God. I gotta have you. You look so great in bicycle shorts, and your penis is so huge, I must have it in my mouth. It's never gonna fucking happen for me, yet it happens to this burn victim. You know? He's getting Heidi Klum with his huge cock. (laughs) Well, I mean, have you ever had a girl grab your junk and say, I need it right now? Yeah... I have, but it was really... Did it feel forced? It was more like a pinch <laughs> than a grab. Like, like she was grabbing a uh, a thin joint, like a thin Latino joint. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> Fucking bullshit. So there's Heidi Klum essentially saying... And I love how Oprah's just like, oh, yeah, you know, it had to have the cock. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's it's okay. Like, that's Oprah. Yeah, how is the you can't say certain shit on fucking radio and television? Oprah can say whatever the fuck she wants. She's but like Jesus there, Christ. Of but Heidi country. Klum says the big black cock. That's immediately what made me mandingo. Want this I needed it. Son of a bitch. Let me see if there's anything else we want to fucking hit before we get the fuck out of here. This one we didn't know if we wanted to do on the show because, uh, well, really quickly, speaking of fucking retards and cocks, the teacher mm. in Tampa that <laughs> fucked a retard. Oh, yeah, yeah. 16-year-old kid. Yeah, she's and a special it, needs teacher, and she decides to fuck one of these big cocked mongoloids. <laughs> isn't, isn't it weird how these motherfuckers get, just get blessed with these things? Well, God has to make up for their lack of fucking lobes. Do you think that's retarded? <laughs> Gives them a nice long cock to deal with. Congrats. Uh, and then... Uh, and then this fucking hepatitis A at a McDonald's in Calgary. Breaking news, McDonald's isn't healthy. Mm-hmm. I honestly think that obesity is worse than hep. It probably fucking is. Yeah, I think uh, they should apologize for that before the hep. I mean, the hep isn't on purpose. So anyway, that's uh, it's that. I'll be honest with you, we more prepped for the actual JFK podcast. 
podcast than we did the uh, the PSP. We'll get our legs underneath us for both of them, and probably fairly quickly. And uh, we'll have a very quality, strong show at both sides for everybody. And you know, it's kind of Opie and Anthony esque doing the the regular Definitely. FM show, and then we'll come on and do a little uncensored stuff. And I think it's it's far, it's uh, smart and it's fun. Yeah, it's inspired by those boys who are lucky enough to do it on the on the FM. They get side. paid for it. Yeah, lucky enough to do that. Hey, we're collecting a little check from JFK. Yes. That feels nice. Thank goodness. Literally, didn't know we would have done it for free. <laughs> no, I did tell him that. I'm like, nah, I pay. Well, didn't do it you for free, it, but hey, whatever. Scott, you, you sound like Scott Van Pelt. Just whatever, please. <laughs> please call me back. Remember that one time? That one time in Fairfax where we bullshitted? That one, that one book? Yeah. Remember that one? Exactly. All right, so here's what we need from you guys. Thank you for downloading the PSP. When you can, if you can find it, the first show on JFK, probably going to be through the old NextCast feed, eventually put up on the JFK website and download from the JFK website. Spread the good word. And um, other than and that, man, thanks for your continued support. Do you want me to give out another website where they might be able to find it at? I don't know if that's smart that okay. we should. I think okay. those who know, know. Okay. And they will spread the word because I don't want to get anybody in trouble. Oh, no, they don't mind. Oh, they don't? No. They don't care? No, I don't care. Well, fuck, I don't care either. BiteMyTorrent.com. Okay. BiteMyTorrent.com. I thought that was the, uh, I didn't. I thought they didn't want that out there. But if they do, then uh, enjoy. Go get it. There's a lot of good stuff on there. Yeah, definitely. All right, my friends. Till next time. We're out, bitch. 5,000. 5,000.